Listen closely. I have a dream that young people would be informed and empowered to make the right decisions about their money. Welcome to Ground Zero, your go-to source for everything finance. Each week, we will bring you insights and analysis on the latest in the world of finance, as well as practical advice on how you can navigate the often complex world of personal finance, from budgeting, savings, and investments, credit and debt management. We'll cover it all so you can make the best and informed decisions about your money. Join us as we explore the world of finance and help you build a strong financial foundation for your future. Listen in every Sunday at 14 hours as we swim through the world of personal finance. Welcome to Ground Zero. Welcome home. Hi, my name is Wendy and you're welcome to this episode of this podcast. I hope you enjoy it. Okay, um, so good morning, good afternoon, evening, um, depending on the time that you're listening to us um, on from whichever country or province you're from. Today, we are with a special guest, I'm sure uh, to a few that information has already reached. You may know who we're talking to, but um, it's actually interesting to know that on this podcast um, episode today, we actually have our first guest for this season on Ground Zero Money. Um, I'll let him introduce himself. I'm super excited because the first time I heard about him, I think that was when I just went to watch a secondary school. And I was being told, there was still Vesta here. There was some Vesta here. <laughs> I think for me, it was, well, who really in Sylvester? Then after that, I think it was a sickle. Oh, okay, seeing pictures of him and trying to follow on ABCD. But today, um, we are with him. So this is my first time meeting him. I, I, I've never met him before. And it's good that we're engaging today. So, Sylvester, welcome to um, Ground Zero Podcast. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Enoch. Uh, I'm glad uh, for this opportunity. And... Uh, my name is Sylvester Kangwa, born and bred in Kawi, mm. uh, a product of Wacha Secondary School. Mm. Yeah, uh, I'm a financial economist by profession. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, trained in China. So that's a bit about myself. <laughs> for starters. Yeah, I think for starters, that's, that's definitely relevant for all of the listeners actually listening. To, to, to most of us listening, I think um, this should be looked at as though something you want to learn from as some sort of an example. Because um, personally, just seeing what you've been able to do since the time that I had the name Sylvester until now, I think that's quite a huge accomplishment. So um, today on Brown Zero Money, I think we are trying to look at how his life as an individual and his perspective through his education and experience can better shape how we as young people can find ourselves on a better end of making finance related decisions that our life becomes a little bit better. And as you know, on this platform for us is upon listening to each and every episode, we actually hope that you as a listener will be on a better end of making informed decisions so that you don't find yourself uh, in situations where you're stressed and you don't know what to do and you're in a fix. So I think Sylvester, so to, to, to um, to start from you, you had mentioned that you are um, from Kawe and, yes. and, and a product of Wajah Secondary School. Um, how, how was that experience for you um, coming from such kind of um, district and to where you are now? How was the overall experience? Okay, yeah. I'm sure by default, mentioning that you are from Kawe is as good as saying you're just from a humble family. Mm. Family, uh, the background is not so good. Yeah. Yeah, because most of uh, us in Kawe, uh, we are fighters, we are hustlers, yes, but we come from a very uh, tough uh, background. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, it has not been an easy journey. 
Mm-hmm. I, of course, went through a lot, uh, but looking at um, uh, how far I have come, uh, I think um, yeah. to start with, it's by the uh, grace of God, of mm-hmm. course, because this, uh, the, the, the gift of life mm-hmm. uh, comes first. And then secondly, um, it has taken a lot of sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've been very deliberate about uh, changing my life. Mm. Yeah, so these two aspects have uh, seen me through uh, up to now. I think my, my, my key takeaway from your explanation is the fact that you've been very deliberate about yes. changing your life. I think as young people, it's something that we must be, you know, very attentive to the aspect of being deliberate about the thing that you actually want to see change. And um, I think poverty is something that is uh, common, either in documents, news and everything else. We know that Africa has been literally stricken by poverty and as in Zambia we're a third world nation and um, by the you know you, you, you have so much experience uh, living a youthful life I think maybe the question is how how does one um, move from an aspect of literally being uh, having basic or zero knowledge about finances and how they can be deliberate about their lives to kind of being to a stage of why you are at this particular point in time why you are financially literate able to make best financial decisions because many people would think for you to be in that space of being financially literate, you need to have a lot of money. There has to be a background attached to you. There has to be, you know, all of these things that people complicate. So h- how can one literally start from zero? Yeah, so um, I think uh, financial literacy uh, is the fuel uh, for personal growth. Mm. Okay, so it's a fuel. Like um, your life is like a car. You can have everything, but if you are lacking financial literacy, uh, maybe that car will not be able to move. You can't go uh, where you intend to. Okay, we've seen people who've been born even uh, from uh, good well-to-do backgrounds, but on the way they lose it, including the property they inherited from their parents. They go back to square zero. At the same time, we have seen people who starts from a very humble background and then uh, with the drive that they get from financial literacy uh, as a a skill or as information around them, they make uh, good decisions that helps them to pull out of whichever situation they're in Mm. and become uh, better people in society Mm. and literally change their lives for a better. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, let's look at it um, in this perspective. What you've actually stated is absolutely true. Uh, with different profiles of individuals, regardless of background, financial literacy plays an important role. So, to to some, um, you know, we we are at, we are we are at ground zero. We, we we don't we are we are not affiliated to any rich family. No. We're not affiliated to people who are rich kids and everything like that. What to be the first point? Will I need to start if I'm to be financially literate? Well, actually, just now. Uh, I didn't know the meaning of my, the podcast name, Ground Zero. <laughs> you did. So you, you've just uh, giving, given me <laughs> a full picture of what it is. Yeah. Ground Zero, meaning yeah. you're starting from zero. Yes. Which is the common case with more than 60% of the population in Zambia. Yes, that's true. Then we are living in poverty, about 60% according to statistics, right? Yeah. So I think uh, maybe today having... Being part of the 60% at some point, not at some point, not a while ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
I can confidently say that I'm no longer, mm-hmm. at least for me as an individual, yeah. maybe not my family, I can't guarantee, mm-hmm. me as an individual, I'm no longer mm-hmm. part of the 60% that are living under the poverty line. Mm-hmm. At least I have pulled through to some extent. Yeah. So today I would just like to share with uh, all the listeners um, how someone can start from zero. Mm-hmm. And uh, within a reasonable reasonable period of time, get to somewhere. Yeah. Okay. So that one will be my focus. So maybe just to start with, uh, you know, ask the millennials, okay, ask the millennials, the time we were born, most of us, uh, most of our parents did have so many opportunities, Mm -hmm. you know, education wise, maybe jobs, uh, even literacy was a big problem during those times. Yes. So this gave us, um, uh, of course, I'm, I'm not talking about everyone. I'm talking about some of us. <laughs> yes. It gave us, uh, you know, growing up in an environment where you're already disadvantaged. Mm-hmm. You, you, you get good grades. You can't even go to St. Paul's. Mm-hmm. You have to go to uh, Ben Kapofi Primary School, for instance. I remember that school. Right? <laughs> you get good yeah. grades at grade nine. You can't even go to Sarendia Boys. You have to go to watch a secondary school. I know, but why? Wacha is a very good school. Yes. Yeah. But of course, we, we had um, uh, higher goals mm. to go to bigger schools and stuff. You can't go to DK, you know. So um, that is where we are coming from. Mm. But we, we cannot say, no, our parents didn't do enough. They did enough mm. according to what they could afford. Yes, we had the opportunity to get the basic education. Mm-hmm. We put through that stage. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now, uh, before uh, we joined society, for instance, for me, taking myself as an example, before I joined society, uh, I can mention maybe just two things that I did mm-hmm. that really helped me through university life mm-hmm. or tertiary education life mm-hmm. into society. Yes. The first thing is um, getting to understand that education is key to success. Yes. I think there's no, there are no two ways about it. I know there are arguments about no, you can succeed mm. without education. Mm. But looking at our big environment, our macro environment, mm. If you have education, you have 80% chance of making it alive. Mm. But if you do not have, you are only remaining with the 20% chance that you make it, maybe through hassles mm-hmm. or even less than that. Yes. So for me, of course, I couldn't go for the 20%. There's no guarantee. I'm just an ordinary Zangia. Yes. So I put education first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why if uh, some of our listeners are still in school, either at secondary school or university, you need to know that whatever efforts you are putting in, whatever investment you're doing in your education, that is a lifetime investment and it will definitely change your life. Mm-hmm. If not today, then tomorrow. Mm-hmm. That is the first aspect. Education is key. Yeah. The second thing that I did is try to identify uh, what you are good at, mm-hmm. your skills, your gifts, your talents, or something like this. Develop them. Mm-hmm. So if, if you have uh, an education mm-hmm. and you have some, some skills, it can be anything. Maybe uh, singing, maybe uh, podcast, podcasting, <laughs> like, you know, very inspirational, you know, 
So all these life skills, when you come and join society, they'll help you to quickly integrate into the society and get what belongs to you mm-hmm. in society. Mm-hmm. So that is before you join society. And we go to tertiary education. During that stage, I think that is the that is the game changer in someone's life. True. When you are uh, doing your tertiary education, be it a diploma, a craft certificate, a degree, or a PhD, the outcome of your effort at that stage will really help you to start your first steps in society. That's true. Because of how our society is uh, designed. Mm. You know, just by default, all the employers, they know that what type of employees should we get. Mm-hmm. So there's already some benchmarks that have been set. Yeah. And you need to utilize your time at university, the opportunity at university or college or skills training institute to build yourself and, and get good results. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So that is before society. That's what I wanted to. Marsh, I, I think just, just this information that you've given, there's, there's way so much detail that anyone that I think can, can definitely um, start with and, and grow from there. I mean, I would say this. Um, Personally, one of the reasons I started, one of the major reasons, if not the main reasons I started um, a podcast is because I would want to express myself about so many things as a skill that I have. Because I've done advocacy work before, I've worked with different NGOs, but I never exactly had a platform where it is, where when I want to say something, I can say it. Most of the platforms I would actually have, there would be these streamlined platforms where you, you cannot go about this, you can't say this, you can only say in this you know, in this confined, I'm like, well, you know what? I'm going to the podcast where we can have this kind of information and, you know, educate people about this. So when you give the outlay of, you know, when you are in secondary school and, you know, you build um, a certain level, you go to tertiary education, that's the time. It's just, it's a whole different game changer. Yeah. Being at university has been a game changer and I won't even lie. And when you mentioned uh, the aspect of, um, there's, there are benchmarks set by the employers. That is absolutely true. I, I know people who are qualified, but because they, they don't have the necessary skill to execute certain duties, they are not employed. And employers will say, in as much as there's saturation in the job market, but we're looking for specific kind of individuals who can deliver in this way. So I think as young people, as we are being there deliberate, like you actually advised, what you've just said speaks to a lot of things. What you've just said speaks to a massive kind of, you know, I think to, to anyone listening, this is something that can definitely help you even change your life. Because to some, you may be in university, but you still don't realize that this is a period that you'll never get again. The yeah. experience in university, the whole platform that you have to grow yourself aside your academics, what you've just said has just touched me. It has touched me yeah. way, 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 way much. And to just add on that, you know, your output from the university or from your tertiary education, whichever level, mm. will be the input to your employment or the business that you plan to do, whichever path you pick to do. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm emphasizing to say in which, in whatever level you are, whatever you're doing, you just need to do your level best to get the best results. Mm-hmm. The rest is extra. I can put it that way. <laughs> 
After this, watch me get A's. <laughs> After this, uh, watch me get straight A's. I think, yeah. That's, that I just spoke into a lot. Um, I've met individuals who are in university but cannot craft simple assignments. They cannot go about, uh, if you hunt them with possibility, it takes days for it to be done. And I think we have to improve as young people. Funny enough, um, there was a research I was actually reading about how other aspects of life affect our finances and our money decisions. And I actually go to learn that if your other aspects in life are not exactly where you want them to be, it becomes very difficult for you to fix your your, your finances in a way. Because if you if you wake up every day, you don't make your bed, you're not a clean person and stuff like that, how do you expect to get to handle your money decisions properly? Yeah. I got fascinated by that because one, we just think, ah, money is a whole different thing. Mm-hmm. But then these interlinkages between what we do and what you've just sent actually speaks to it as well. Because if you can have your education right, mm-hmm. if you can have your growth on point as you know, as you go through you know, secondary education, tertiary and things like that, it becomes way easy for you to be like, you know what, I think this is not the right money decision for me to make. That yeah. I need to make a better money decision for me to actually go forth from after that. And um, looking at you, um, this is something that I got fascinated by. Yeah. So uh, there was this one time on Facebook and I'm just checking and we are checking what's currently trending and everything. Then I see you're building a house. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, so best I just came back. This is, no, not many years of part. 2019. Yeah, end of 2019. Yeah, and then this building a house looks like it's almost done. How did he do it? How, how did he get to a place where he has his money, right, to actually do this? Yeah. I, I think, how, how, how do we get to that point where we at least have a certain level of financial independence to actually build? Looking at, you know, from what you've said, it's a humble background in cover. Yeah. And now there's a house. And you mentioned that you'll be moving in soon. <laughs> not just a house. Uh, I've got a wife. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've got a son. Amen. Uh, I think... The family man. The family man. We're family man, yes. Yeah. So, um, I think that's a very interesting question. Uh, you know, what I can just uh, mention is that, uh, you know, uh, it didn't start now. Mm-hmm. It started way back. Deliberate efforts to move myself out of poverty. Mm-hmm. Started way, way back, I think. But I, I won't go like uh, further. I'll start from somewhere. Uh, uh, when when you're doing your tertiary education, mm-hmm. there's one thing that helped me uh, to... Uh, to 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 change mm. when I realized that actually, in between being a child mm. and being a grown up in society, mm. there's a fake society in between. And mm. this fake society is where uh, you're surrounded by uh, friends and relatives with uh, different mindsets and too much peer pressure. Mm. You know, drinking girls and stuff. It is at this point where you lose the guard, where you just drop it. You can get diseases. You can get go crazy. You can be imprisoned if you commit a crime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all those kind of things will fall in place. So this is where I started my life from. I I identified my environment and then my level best to avoid all the vices and that will hinder my personal growth. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, we're talking about issues of uh, all sorts of vices. I'm not going to mention <laughs> all sorts of vices. Avoid them. That's where it starts for. Yeah. The second stage is when you finish. Now you join society. Mm-hmm. You you need to grab. You need to search for opportunities. You know, this time the labor market is saturated. Yes. You can't easily find a job. Yeah, of course there are special cases where even companies will come and give you job offers and everything. But to the majority of us, you need to search for an opportunity. Mm-hmm. So I I did my best to search for. Uh, uh, a job opportunity mm-hmm. that uh, that was available, not really the best, mm-hmm. but the nearest opportunity I caught. Mm-hmm. The nearest best opportunity. Yeah, I got it. Someone will argue, why didn't I just uh, uh, maybe say, okay, I'll, I'll I'll just become an entrepreneur? I I really love entrepreneurship, and I know that uh, it's the only way that someone can fully transform mm-hmm. into. Uh, what they want to be in society. Mm-hmm. Maybe not through employment. That's why you find that. Yeah, but at that stage, I don't have capital. No one can even give me money to study. Even a mobile money, I don't have. Then how to do? So I just made a decision to say, okay, let me start working first. Mm-hmm. Let me, uh, during this time, I'll be working. This is the period of growth. Yeah. I'll be growing my skills. I'll be growing my financial interest inclusive mm-hmm. because it never ends financial interest. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So I'll be growing it so that by the time I reach a certain level, I'm independent enough to pursue what I want. And there is some level of guarantee that I'm going to be successful. True. Because I can't imagine without experience on how to manage a business. Mm-hmm. Then you go to park and register. Okay, it, it's really good. It happens. But uh, you need to have maybe to incorporate people with experience. It, it does happen. But in my case, I didn't go for that part. So I find the job. I do my level best. I ensure fast growth in that organization. Mm-hmm. I get the benefits that comes from there. Yeah. Now, this is where financial literacy comes in. Mm-hmm. You start making money. Yeah. What to do with the money? That's where, you know, so you find that in an organization, in one organization, there'll be a lot of employees, mm-hmm. but they're not at the same level. Yeah. They can, they can join the organization at the same time, but they'll not be at the same level. Mm-hmm. I believe the only difference is how you understand the the uh, uh, your level of understanding in line with financial literacy. Mm-hmm. Some of the common mistakes I've seen, okay, uh, which I try to avoid, are cases where um, coming from a humble background and then uh, you don't have so many resources at your disposal. The first resources you get, you decide to split to everyone. Mm-hmm. Black tax. Yes. It's sounding so good because you know that, no, my auntie is okay with me. My uncle is okay with me. My neighbor, my friend is okay with me. But I I, I don't think uh, uh, it's the best way of doing things. Mm-hmm. Because the only question I have is, how can you be um, uh, stressing about moving other people out of poverty 
while yourself is doing deep pocket. Yeah, that's true. How, how, how okay. money is that? Yes. How are you going to lift a 50 kg uh, bag of cement if you are standing on a platform that cannot support 50 kg? These these are the times where uh, these are the cases where you find that you 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 utilize the little you have because money, just as you said in the last uh, episode, money has got seasons. Yes, that's true. You cannot have money every time. Mm. So the money that you get, count it as your last paycheck. Mm. Count it as your retirement yeah. package. You can get it. Mm-hmm. You can be in a road accident. Mm-hmm. You can go crazy. Mm-hmm. All these things happen. Uncertainties. Yes. So what I decided to do is... Yes, I have the opportunity. I have the job. I'm earning something decent. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to use any of my hard earned money mm-hmm. on on anything. Mm-hmm. No parties, no handouts, no anything. Yeah. For my relatives, I explained to them clearly. So this is my position. I want to, I want to grow, yeah. so that I'll be in a better position. To help you grow as well. Yes. That really helped me. Establishing stability first. Yes. Because I had all the resources to myself, of course, uh, uh, because of uh, the background, as I, I, I keep mentioning on and on. Yeah. I, I had to make a small group. I call it the, the core group. Mm-hmm. There are these priority things or obligations that you can never run away across to. For instance, your parents mm-hmm. welfare. Yes. And your siblings welfare. Mm-hmm. These, the, the basic requirements, definitely, that one is an exception. I put it aside. At least I take a few, obli- a, a reasonable obligation. Yes. But the extra requirements, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. No patching. I want to, I want to move out of poverty. Yes. I'm not going to give money to anyone, a 250, mm-hmm. a 300, a somewhere. I'll keep a 200 and buy a whole bar of cement. Mm-hmm. I think people literally um, think that, uh, say for example, someone gets 15,000, 20,000, they feel a 250 is a small amount of money. Yeah. Until when it aggregates yes. a large sum of money, like, wait, I've spent all of that still by handing out this much. A block is eight kwacha. Mm-hmm. A block is eight kwacha. In a 250 kwacha, how many blocks are you going to buy? Mm-hmm. That's true. That, that's a number of ish. You see? So that's wow. it. So, but with I, I, I just got bad. Yeah. <laughs> I just got that. There are things that we spent money on yeah that we feel the equivalent value of some other products doesn't price but yes no. what's this um up would buy drinks food scanners like 10 12 quads that's a blow yes that's, a that's true right there. that's a block and half mm-hmm. maybe or maybe quarter if yeah. i'm not mistaken you see so what i'm trying to say is um I know the society has planted something in us, especially uh, this stage we are, the, the late 20, mid 20, late 20, early 30s, this, this uh, age group. Mm-hmm. So it has planted, I don't know what to call it, but you always feel guilty for not handing out things to people. Mm. You feel like you're not being a good child, you're not being what, what, what. Mm. But do not forget, if you have your family in your heart and you have all the respect, the love and the and care for them, 
Mm-hmm. There's no harm, I think. You can build yourself first and build, reserve the resources to yourself, build yourself. Mm-hmm. After you build yourself to a certain extent, we are not saying until you have a, a bench or something like this. No, <laughs> you build yourself. We're yeah. talking about someone where you come from, maybe you're the first person to own a car. Mm. Maybe even the first person to, you'll be the first person to own a house, mm. so to say, or a decent house. Mm. So for this kind of scenario, it's better to just sacrifice and put all the resources that you have onto building yourself. Mm. Build yourself, build your capacity, and in a few years to come, you can, when you go back to your auntie, for instance, and uh, give her a tenge six meters mm. and a 10,000 kwacha. Yeah. She'll forget about the 250 kwacha. <laughs> That's true. She can't remember the 250. She'll be like, That's actually true. I think one thing that has consistently stood out for me in this conversation is how you have been deliberate. Even the measures have put in place to be that deliberate. Yeah. I think we as young people have put this, this is pressure that doesn't make sense to me anymore where it's true it's true what you said is true if you don't give a handout if you know if you bad if you let us know you know but it's you've been so deliberate with your life to a point where like you know what this is what i want and my excuse does not validate my results so away with the excuse i want the results wow that's and now everyone will be asking you mm-hmm. uh i've worked for three years how are you building and that's true three bedroom house mm-hmm. self-contained suite and how that's so true the answer is simple mm-hmm. and and you know we're not talking about Enoch you, you know my situation we're not talking about some special case or what it's mm-hmm. just average income yeah. that I get mm-hmm. but I don't spend a single coin on alcohol or what? Yeah, I'm not judging to say alcohol. I, and one black label is okay. It won't take away the roof from your house. <laughs> there. When we're talking about black tables with your friends, especially if you're in, uh, you, you, you have big groups mm. of friends, that one is very difficult to achieve or to move yourself out of poverty in a short period of time. Mm. Yes, you will. But it took longer. But life, there's no guarantee. Mm-hmm. Even tomorrow, it may end. And mm-hmm. when you die in poverty, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. That's that's absolutely true. I think I had experienced that level of pressure as soon as we were done with the union elections. Everyone was like, ah, but you're the president, spend more. I was like, no, I'm not spending more work on the president. Just have the president of a school now, I should be spending more. I'm not doing that. I'm not, no, not doing that. And and people would always say, ah, listen, because you're studying business, that's why, because you're doing economy. I'm like, ah, drink, relax, man. There's, there's something that someone is trying to put in place. I know where I'm coming from and I know where I want to go. True, true. That is what matters. Mm-hmm. You know, today, if you don't make money for yourself, trust me, no one will give you money that will solve your problems. That one I can guarantee you. Mm-hmm. That's how bad it is. Mm-hmm. So, why should I feel guilty for building myself? Of course, with an aim of quickly 
go back and remove my hand in poverty. Mm-hmm. As I said, it, it's very hard to get your family out of poverty. You're yeah. also thinking, was that going to happen? Yes, yes. You know, where's the intercession? Wow. And the, the knowledge in the conversation is just way too much. <laughs> we should do a second episode together. Well, we need a second episode. Or maybe as we are winding up, um, I just wanted to mention uh, one thing. Um, you know, sometimes... Yes, we, 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 I may be talking like this uh, with a sober mind, mm-hmm. but uh, when you're a young person, a lot of things are happening around you. Sometimes the mind just gets confused. Even the financial interest we are talking about doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. That's why uh, away from what I've mentioned, what I did, uh, focusing on education, uh, f- uh, focusing, doing a good job at work to get uh, the benefits and util- uh, gathering all the resource to, 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 to build myself. Mm-hmm. One of the key factors that has also helped me to, to grow fast is, you know, we are human, we, we are social animals. Mm-hmm. If you are a social person and mm-hmm. you can find some, and you're in your late twenties and you can find someone and be in a serious relationship. Mm-hmm. Not if you are just playing around this girl and that diva and that mama. You keep asking others, how did you build? The next question, how did you buy a BMW from the shore? Mm-hmm. The next thing, how did you become a satanist? Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> how did you become a satanist? Yes. Wow. Be, <laughs> be in a serious relationship. Mm-hmm. If when relationship works out for you, get married. Mm-hmm. If, if that's your thing, mm-hmm. okay, if that's your thing. For instance, me, I found a very beautiful uh, lady and mm-hmm. fell in love. And it pushed me to say, if we get married, come together with the type of person that she is, mm-hmm. I'm going to grow maybe 10 times faster. True. Because if I'm alone, it's easy. I just get my money. I blow it. No problem. Mm-hmm. But at the end of it, I didn't know it all. What am I getting? Nothing. Mm. But when you have a family, that's why you, you can do your statistics. Mm. Uh, I don't have the actual numbers, but 80% of men who have families and they're in good relationships, they're doing wonders mm. and they're changing the face of this earth. Mm. Yes. Women. So don't just play around. <laughs> don't just play around. Yeah. Find someone if if that's your thing. Mm. It's not for everyone. If that's your thing, find someone to uh, stay with, be in a healthy relationship, plan together, build together, grow together. Mm. That one helps. I think I, I can stand as testimony to what you're saying. I have consistently been seeing one person uh-huh. on your on your timeline. I've never seen any <laughs> I've never seen any other at all. I've, I've been consistently saying one person, one person, one person, one person. Yes. And then that's actually true. Yeah. I, imagine servicing two girlfriends at the same time. You want yeah. to run dry. You can't even afford that. You can't even afford me. We're going to feed that. We're going to chant. Oh, that's the boy's man. That's quitting the income. Yeah. 
And you know, to, to, to most of the young people, they're at a point where even the money they are getting is from mm. their sponsors, no? Yeah. They're generating it themselves. Yeah. So you find that when your sponsors, uh, at a certain point, people stop sponsoring. That's true. You can't continue being a buyer of the family. They'll be expecting you to start, you know, helping out here and there. So the, the aspect of having multiple individuals. Oh, yeah. And they, it doesn't dry work. your wallet. It will dry your wallet and it will lead to any growth. Mm. It's, it's really a tough one. And so to, yeah. to, 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 to someone listening, um, to someone listening, if, if you are to speak to at least one person, yeah. uh, my, my core belief in value is if, if one person is able to see value in something and apply it in their lives and become a better person after applying it, then for me, you have made a difference. So if you want to talk to one person who is at the ground zero, the point where I'm not exactly from one well-connected family and everything else. I've got this social pressure around where do I start from? If you are the chance to talk to one person at ground zero, what would you tell them? Okay. Yeah. So that one person, if you are in school, mm. that is your job at that time. Mm -hmm. Putting your level best, study hard, learn as much as you can, and participate in school activities. It will help you to build the skills, your communication skills, your leadership skills, and other things. And if you have just joined society or you just finished uh, your uh, tertiary education, finish your shoes looking for opportunities and mm -hmm. never give up opportunities don't just fall like manna from heaven mm -hmm. it never it will never be so chase those opportunities mm -hmm. when you find the next better opportunity utilize it mm -hmm. don't skip it to say no me i can't work in a booth mm -hmm. but working in the booth is your immediate best opportunity you talked about opportunity because last time i was following the phone yes <laughs> so you skip mm -hmm. you know you don't have no one has called you, you have applied 100 companies mm -hmm. no one has called you but there's an opportunity to work at a booth you'll be making even a 50 quarter per day if that is your the best option please start it mm -hmm. The customers who will be coming there, one of them may even be uh, your savior. They may be the one who will give you the opportunity or connect you to other things. Mm -hmm. That is if you are just starting off. If you just found a job, mm -hmm. whichever job you found, please never be cheated that... Um, you need to be doing what you're interested in. Mm -hmm. Interest alone cannot move you out of poverty. Mm -hmm. Hard work and dedication is the only thing that will help you to move out of poverty. Put in your level best, show them your value, make that money, make as much savings as you can. Mm -hmm. Don't be extravagant. Mm -hmm. Avoid peer pressure groups. Mm -hmm. Don't overspend. Save the money little by little as long as you can survive. Mm -hmm. If you have been working for some time and you've made reasonable amount of money, enough to buy a VITS 
Mm-hmm. Even a second-hand wheat at 50,000, 50, mm-hmm. get that wheat. Mm-hmm. That wheat will give you mobility. Mm-hmm. Mobility means opportunities. It's true. All right? So you buy 40 by 40, but you, you are not mobile. You end up selling it, or you find some cutters and belt on that land. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you have a wheat, you will have enough savings to buy a plot in Mumbore, mm-hmm. go get that plot, piece of land. And then that will be your first bank account. Mm-hmm. You know, land is a bank account. Once you get that piece of land, it becomes a bank account. There will be no pressure of you saving because saving is not easy. Even me, mm-hmm. that's why I save through my wife. I give my wife even the password to say, I don't want to withdraw. <laughs> but you can't manage like that. So if you buy a piece of land, it becomes a bank account. You have the one thousand. You can. You have the one thousand five hundred. You can buy a tipa of sand. Mm. Drop it there. Those are your materials. That is your piece of land. Mm. At your own pace, you find things are going to uh, uh, unfold. Once you have mobility, once you have a roof over your head, once you have a family, you can now venture into whatever you want to do. You have. Mm everything that it takes. You can open a company if you want mm. and bid for contrast. Mm. Oh, that's, that, that one person is definitely me. I think <laughs> you've spoken to a series of different people, you know, at each and every um, angle. That's absolutely true. If, if, if someone listens to this and their life doesn't change, then I don't know. You need prayers, you need to buy a tank of anointing oil or something. Yeah. But it's, it's, been, it's been very educative on my end, I must make mention. I'm, I'm a young person i'm still in university yeah. and this is the information that i would need in order for me to make better decisions and choices regarding my life and regarding my money as well okay. wow i <laughs> i don't know what to say we are definitely having another episode <laughs> yeah. we're having another episode but don't be surprised if i reach out again and say you know in what time my leader we need to do another one in time it's been so educative because a, a lot of things uh especially come from the uh financial background in terms of profession. Mm. I have a lot of things to talk about. And um, of course, uh, just to remind you, I'm also a financial interest advocate. Yeah. I'm very passionate about it. Just that uh, due to limited time with the work I'm doing, I'm not able to input uh, full capacity. But I appreciate Ground Zero platform. Next time, I wish to come and uh, share more. Uh, I was I, Something was right in my mind right now mm. when we talk about financial literacy some people find this topic very boring and why they think financial literacy is about knowing the forex mm. knowing how to trade stocks shares shares you know how mm. to do this and that no it's not about that financial literacy is about changing your life true And really, if you are someone who is at ground zero, the way you're calling it, what we have discussed here, I believe, 
will definitely change our life. I believe the same too. I definitely believe the same. We, we should continue engaging. We should definitely. Um, I was even thinking. I was yeah. like, you know what? Uh, I think uh, that, that 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 post that you had shared uh, last time for the last episode that we did, there was someone who committed brings us kind of a thing to Kabwe. Yes. And I was thinking, I'm like, you know, what? I can definitely yeah. drop something for this. Yeah. To go have some kind of maybe two day or three day class in personal finance, maybe in secondary schools and something. No, we need to go back to watch a secondary school. And yeah, this is, um, this can be my personal commitment yeah. uh, in, in the near future, not so far from now. Let me just finish building myself. <laughs> I can't go back to watch a secondary school when I'm still in power. It won't, how am I going to motivate others? And it won't make sense. So just in the near future, I hope within 2023, mm-hmm. because we can just mobi- I can mobilize a few resources, and mm-hmm. we can go there. We can meet uh, the students at Water Secondary School. Mm-hmm. We can have the face-to-face conversation to them uh, with them and remind them what is awaiting for them in future. That's true. And how they can move themselves out of power. Those are really my conversations. Thank yeah. goodness. It's, it's been definitely a blast having you on Grandview Podcast because we're definitely having you again. Thank you. Oh, humble. It, it is your platform. Whenever you want to engage, this is definitely a platform for, for conversations and for sharing, um, you know, financial interest information. Uh, in as much as information that you're an advocate as well, I think what, what we can do is I'll be reaching out consistently. Yeah. Maybe probably at the end of each episode, you can have your piece shared as well that we Great. keep on spreading the information about people being financially literate. Personally, I've seen the benefits of being financially literate. There's, there's a change in difference between someone who is and someone who is not. Yeah. And um, it's, it's been amazing having you here. The first time meeting you and uh, we're having this great and wonderful conversations. I'm, I'm actually glad that uh, you took the time off in business agent to come through. Um, I'm happy. Yeah. It's a very proud man. It's, it's a good sign it's been a good Sunday. Um, I'm also happy to share and with the listeners. Uh, like your content, and I'm um, sure Ground Zero is going very far. Amen. Very sorry. <laughs> So, Mr. Thank you so much for coming. I really appreciate it. Ladies and gentlemen, this definitely has been Ground Zero Podcast. Um, as I would always advise, find a finance literacy podcast to listen to, read the personal finance book, read the finance book, finance conversations, difference for you to definitely find yourself on the better end of making an informed decision. It has been Enoch, your host, and Sylvester, our special guests on Ground Zero. And I'll talk to you next Sunday. <laughs> bye-bye. Yeah, bye-bye. Bye. Listen closely. I have a dream that young people would be informed and empowered to make the right decisions about their money. Welcome to Ground Zero, your go-to source for everything finance. Each week, we will bring you insights and analysis on the latest in the world of finance, as well as practical advice on how you can navigate the often complex world of personal finance, from budgeting, savings, and investments credit and debt management will cover it all so you can make the best and informed decisions about your money. Join us as we explore the world of finance and help you build a strong financial foundation for your future. Listen in every Sunday at 14 hours as we swim through the world of personal finance. Welcome to Ground Zero. Welcome home.